voice car baby summon three random that's how i've been went like bro my that playstyle been killing it oh yes i've been getting this combo off flawlessly you drop her get the little fleeting joy wait till she'll she'll stay on the field for a while there's been games i've gotten like two or three of those and then you just slam them get three raw ass cards on the field and just win all right well go win my dude let's get into this shit yes sir <laughs> coming out on top Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, here we are. Welcome to another episode of Nina Talks. Yes, sir. Your favorite Stoner Blur podcast. Yes, sir. I'm Darius. I'm Akita. Um, and, man, we're here. Yeah, we've just been finished playing this <laughs> really addicting kind of phone game called Shadowverse. Yeah, it's like, uh, so I was <laughs> watching, I watched these Magic the Gathering YouTube videos by this dude called Merchant. Shout out Merchant on YouTube. Um, but basically he be talking about like all these ma- all this nerd ass magic the gathering shit and he was like oh if you like magic the gathering check out this uh iphone game called shadowverse it's like a similar play style um with a lot of like fun abilities and like uh-huh. card deck types and shit like that so like we just got on it it's hella fun cool if thing you about like card games is the artwork it's just so dope also. yeah it's like a kind of anime style artwork it feel like anime yeah yeah it's hella fun if you like you know Yu-Gi-Oh, magic the gathering those kind of card games type shit and you want a little something to play then uh definitely slide into that but uh we like a week into that shit and they I've give you hellas. they give you like a whole bunch of those little free coin things i know it's to get you addicted but they give you a whole yeah. bunch of free card packs at the beginning like every time you sign in you get a new card pack but you can start off and be all right like you can spend real ass money in this game which is crazy to me but i mean that kind of just segues into the topic honestly because we wanted to just talk about like you know where phones are today and like phone gaming and specifically like with just like entertainment yeah. on your phone because like i was playing this game and i was playing also the new mario kart and yeah. i was just like really like damn like phone games have come so far like we have nintendo like actively pushing developers to like develop alt versions of their popular games your on phone mobile. like a like a little portable console bro your yeah. phone better than like a game boy psp and better like than the psp handheld could- <laughs> game that's had ever been made for real other than like a nintendo switch type shit like they tried the ds they tried the psp but the phone was the answer the phone is the answer bro and like even from like a business side you could see it because like I'm just thinking about like the money that's to be made from like even just like a free app where you could play wherever especially thinking like you a kid like you can play for free but then to get all the cool shit yeah 99 cents 99 yeah cents, like microtransaction you, like it's a it's a nice nudge on human psychology right there man oh god that's how you microtransactions in the realizing that oh we don't have to get them to spend 40 dollars once a week we can just get them to spend 99 cents once or twice a day 
over the course of like a year consistently like we reward them for logging in every day and we know that okay they'll get on the app once a day so the odds of them spending some money are pretty Pretty high. high and then just the fact that like so with Shadowverse specifically, like to get enough, like excuse me, <clears throat> to get enough like points or like you know whatever little resource you need to buy cards, it takes so much playing. Yeah, you gotta play a lot. That like if you're a child, like I don't a care good card because too. right, like if you're a child, you're gonna get impatient and want to just buy that shit. I'm an adult. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I just be playing this shit to it's pass not that a little serious. time, so I don't care. <laughs> and I know I don't care, but I can imagine being a Kids kid hate losing. And like you losing, you gotta play like five hundred games. Your favorite card is grayed out, and it only takes thirty five hundred dollars to. And you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna put this two ninety nine on mom's credit card and get this dope ass card and start winning. Like (laughs) it's it's so crazy. Then you get that dope ass card, and you win a few more times, but you don't win consistently. You don't rank up. You rank up once, but you can't get to the next rank. And you're like, God, I gotta get another copy. They just they just (laughs) fuck with your psychology, man. They really just. (laughs) <laughs> they really just play us with these phone games, man. And I think it's really cool too because Google's also releasing. Um, oh my! I can't remember the project name, but it's essentially a streaming game system. Yeah. Where you can stream it between the console, your television, your phone, and you have access to all these games like Destiny, Battlegrounds mm-hmm. type shit. Um, all these real cool games, but it's like subscription. Yeah, I saw that. That shit is hard, man. Like, even the fact that, like, I remember, like, PlayStation did the, um, shit, what was that shit called? It was, like, PS Home or PS Phone or something. Like, basically, like, if you have game data directly downloaded to your PlayStation account, they let you, like, you, there was a little time, I think it's still up, where you could play certain games on your PlayStation on your phone. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I never got to do it, but I saw a few people doing it with, like, Mortal Kombat and some of those games. You could, like, just fighting games for the controllers are, like, pretty straightforward and simple. Like, there's this really cool, there's this really cool podcast, Business Wars, that we always listen to. Um, But they're, Sony, they had a Sony versus um, Sony versus X- Microsoft or Xbox. Or just the I don't even if it was Nintendo. It was probably the, the original one is probably Sony versus Nintendo because yeah. that one was the main one where they went like back and forth with like yeah. the GameCube and the PlayStation 2 and da 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 da. And then in the middle of that, Xbox jumps in the middle of it. Yeah. I, I, it's interesting though seeing kind of the rise of the importance in gaming when it comes to like technology and stuff like that yeah and how gaming utilized it was like gaming was really niche for a bit um where most of the industry was hardcore gamers or people that just kind of like really wanted to get those consoles and play but once the phone industry and like those zingas and those viral phone games started yeah bro candy crush and shit the gaming industry like really took off then man because even adults were paying money for candy crush like my mom will sit back and play like any version of a bubble pop game that exists bro <laughs> whether it's like a zoo out of space invaders like if you popping Are bricks and shit bro <laughs> if you popping bricks then you selling can i line up the patterns <laughs> and burst the bubbles those games I mean, go hard though even my nephews man it's, it's just like a it's just like a timeless concept yeah it's like pong or like any kind of those like back and forth ball bouncing games like they'll always be entertaining it's 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 cool it's a really cool value add to 
yeah, it's, it's a potential for people to like sink time into playing games, but it's also nice that it's so easy for people to just like sit back and kick it. Oh God. Like, I'm you think to, I'd be stressed out about shit all the time. I'm gonna try to have my kid be the weird kid, bro. Like some of these kids just be so on the phone. I don't trust that shit. My kid gonna be playing the Game Boy, bro. I don't give a fuck how far in the future we are, bro. Play that original Pokemon. You gonna get that Nintendo DS or some shit. You gonna know what it's like to raise a blast. He's like, nah, it's gonna be in a nice contained environment. But yeah. dad, he's level 65. I don't want to make him any stronger. Nice contained environment. <laughs> I can't buy nothing to make it stronger. In the game, you can. You better go beat that Elite Four, my nigga. <laughs> Get I them beat it 12 times. Well, I did it then about you, 37. You, you have all the money, bro. <laughs> go buy yourself some rare candies from Vermilion City. <laughs> 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 and level that nigga up you ain't gonna get no ev points though <laughs> you know you gotta teach them because these phones like i hate sound like such an old man but it's just like <laughs> crazy like it it still blows my mind just like how much a kid can do with a phone like they got not just one game though like hundreds yeah. of games and then on this newest apple update they have this thing now it's called like the apple arcade and so it's like a subscription plan mm. where if you like pay however many dollars a month you get access to like all these like looks like they're really well developed it's like a games. curated selection of like the app store yeah almost. and like they're really like they have like all these different kinds from like these little like bubble breakers to like they have full-on adventure games That's for hard. your phone bro like it was one that looked just like legend of zelda just like slightly different enough yeah. that they didn't have to pay no copyright. <laughs> like, but I was like, like you gonna go on the motherfucking adventure? You gonna go on an adventure with a blonde-haired, blue-eyed hero with a magic sword? <laughs> I was Feel like, bro, I might buy this, bro. I don't got no switch, but I've been meaning to play Breath of Wild. This shit look like <laughs> close enough. Breath of Mild or something. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, shit. This might be a nice little low-budget alternative, bro. <laughs> Instead of playing with Link, I could play with Zink right? on my phone. <laughs> Play with my man, not Link. Play with my man Chain on the phone, <laughs> you know. But I was like, damn, bro, like it's so crazy. Like if if someone had told you like twenty years ago that there would be like high quality open world games on your phone, like as you could download in like two minutes, in like two minutes for you ain't free. even gotta go to the store, bro. You could just download that bitch anywhere on fucking. Ain't 4G. gotta be over Wi-Fi. No gotta be on no type like, of Wi-Fi. Like nobody really stunting data these days. Be too out much. in the like, fucking streets and just get like a high quality game. Cause like even with the, I'm I'm genuinely shocked by the Shadowverse game because of how much I enjoy playing it and how cheap and free it is. Same thing with Mario Kart. I'm like, bro, this is fun as fuck. Like. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, like, it's just going to get better, too. Just going to get better, man. Ooh, technology, man. We don't deserve it, but look, here we are. We don't deserve it. I wish more people used their phones to play games instead of sending, like, mean and angry tweets. Ruining and the shit world. like that. Ruining the fucking world. Being cyber bullies and <laughs> cyber terrorists and shit. Like, <laughs> just, just play Shadowverse. Play Mario Kart. But Mario Kart tried to finesse us by saying that you got to pay extra to play your friends. Oh snap! Was that the final verdict? <laughs> yeah, it's like an expansion to play, like to uh, unlock the game mode, to unlock the multiplayer. Oh, they game thought mode. that was like gonna be five dollars. Nope, they got to learn that microtransaction. I bet you a lot of people did it though. Five dollars. The hype was there. The hype was there, and like if you got friends that's playing it, five dollars. You do it. Like, that's like using, that's less than fantasy football right there. Yeah, like, and it's for kids. Like you know how many kids are probably like, "Mommy, I want to play Hunter and Mario Kart." It? It's four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. All right, all right. Shut up, little nigga. Just. 
press, press the Apple Pay. God damn. <laughs> Can I have your thumb, Mom? <laughs> Can't get a moment of peace in this bitch. <laughs> like, go play the racing game. Daddy it, got weed smoke. It's super funny, too, though, because even... We'll probably hit a point where mobile games even hit like a professional sphere you know oh i'm sure they got fortnite on you can play fortnite on your phone like and that's a professional game like that's some of the shit where people (laughs) we we really can enter an economy where motherfuckers be walking around on their phone playing games making money like yeah I mean, even, paying other people to watch them play games making money (laughs) i mean even with again going back to Shadowverse though like it got niggas that's they got fucking tournaments and shit yeah. like you know what i mean like it's a real thing it's like there. it's a whole in the same like maybe not i don't know what demographic they're pulling in but they got people making these thought out high level decks with all this crazy yeah. strategy and shit like i'm like people are playing tournaments of this shit i'm like man like this is a real thing like i don't know the culture i'm not tapped into it like that i just play it for fun but like they got niggas that are probably making youtube channel i bet you we could find a motherfucking shadowverse youtube channel i'm gonna look it up right now while we on air just to see like what comes up but like people do anything now i think the monetization of the gaming industry is probably one of the biggest like slaps in the face to parents of the last 10 or so years every parent that told their kids to throw down on god <laughs> their playstation crushing a possible million dollar dream <laughs> niggas okay so i'm looking at the shadow verse right? legends there are niggas there's one video that is uh one dude just playing the game 539k views another one with 11 11k views 419k views like there's a youtube community around this game 33k like these are the same for like people who play magic the gathering online like these are the same numbers definitely a community so it's like there's a whole community around this free iphone game with buy-ins like whoever thought of this shit was genius i'm waiting for the days of fucking like league of legends tournaments and motherfuckers they have like espn sponsored 2k tournaments and shit now uh motherfuckers making cash with their teams and shit bro oh god that's crazy. We live in a crazy time, man. Who the? I mean, like, who the thought gaming would come come to where it came to? Like, I think one thing is like a parent. I'm gonna try to be is not to harp too much on like the way the world is right now, cause motherfucking. I don't know, man. Parents tried real hard to tell you what wasn't gonna work, and, and there's no predicting it, bro. <laughs> it's just like the niggas looked you in your face and said, "You gonna spend all day playing that game?" <laughs> there's a kid who spent all day playing that game who just got a 100k check for playing that game i would just be like look if you're doing something be good at it be are good you half-ass playing that game <laughs> are you playing that game too much like, you've been on the same level for about three days son i need you to either figure out a different game plan get a new game or pick up a sport look, look, you're, not, you're not good at this one i'll be i'm gonna be coaching my kid in games like a fucking yeah, soccer nah, dad bro but what's your rank thing. Whatever you do, you got to get good at it, though. You can't. Playing, <laughs> playing all this Call of Duty, you ain't got above 1KD, little nigga? Uh, put them uh, sticks down. What the fuck? Down, like, <laughs> I don't care if you love this. No, no, love I don't care if you love this game. Put them sticks down, bro. It's not worth your time. <laughs> your mind is telling you yes, but your thumbs is telling you. You better keep no. practicing, little nigga. I'll take you to the shooting range. What you need, bro? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. We might get shift the score to the... Uh, <laughs> get your KD up, bro. You out here. 
This is one for the people that say Call of Duty is the pipeline to the shooting range, Akita. I don't believe that. When you take your kid, he do a bad at Call of Duty, and you take him to the shooting range. I'm trying to get him better at Call of Duty. <laughs> he got to understand the real mechanics of a gun if he ever wants to <laughs> prosper in this game. It's a battlefield. He's going to be in the range drop shot like shit. <laughs> he going to be trying to scope in real life. <laughs> Daddy, it's not working. It's not safe, son. Don't do that. Not, That's a loaded ammunition. There's no uh, auto aim in real life, son. Sorry. Quick scoping this bullshit. Quick aside, whoever invented that mechanic, fuck you. That shit's stupid. Hey, bro, but that's like that was that was probably one of the introductions of competitive gaming. Is finding those fucking loopholes and working niggas. Niggas be going off with the quick scoping, bro. That shit is frustrating. Like it's cold, but it's frustrating. I'm like, bro, how the fuck you just look at me and kill? That's like some Sharingan shit. Like I just looked at you and knew where you were gonna go. I was reading some random ass Reddit thread. They were talking about like the history of like at first person shooter development. And he was saying how there was like a point where someone invented the kind of like jump repeatedly while you're playing a first person shooter. Oh, mechanic. yeah. And it made them like obscenely better than everyone else who wasn't yeah. jumping while playing the game. It's mobility. And <laughs> it was just kind of, I don't know. Oh, damn, I can't remember the, the backstory, but they were essentially talking about how like tournament level games and stuff like evolve over time and it's eventually yeah. somebody like breaks some shit, like comes up with quick scope or comes up with like, oh, if I drop shot, I'm a merc dude that's not drop shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause all of that shit, especially in like shooting games, it's just straight mobility. Like you play Call of Duty, niggas just jumping. Every to- every corner they turn, mm-hmm. every time they like end up in somewhere where they have to like look, they just jump. Yeah. And like it throws you off because if you if two people coming around a corner, and like one person just jumps and the other doesn't, like you're you're aiming at body height and then they just jump they just look down and now they're looking down on you now the headshot is easier right there you're shooting them in the fucking foot like it's <laughs> like i mean it's genius and you it's can't the most look up because body shot probably simple shit i'm sure whoever invented that shit no one liked them at the fucking kickback when we when they was playing golden eye like they're sitting behind the mic like ah ha, 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 stop ha, jumping bitch. <laughs> like, like cause that's all niggas do niggas be jumping bro jumping and dropping Quick scoping, Call of Duty match. But hey, they gonna have they had Call of Duty on your phone. That was one. That was another phone game I had for a while too. They had Call of Duty Zombies. They stopped updating it, but they had Call of Duty Zombies on your phone with like full everything, like the box, the all the little perks. Like they had it on your phone. I, used to, I, I paid like three ninety nine for that. I remember that. That was the most expensive app I ever bought. It was Call of Duty Zombies on my phone for three ninety nine. Was it worth it? It was worth it. I played this shit for like five years <laughs> until they stopped developing for Definitely it. Worth it. it was worth it. Like it was always entertaining. That's hard. Like this, like zombies is never a not fun a game, fun yeah. game. Like, zombies is a fun game. Like you got a little time on the bus, a train or whatever. I'll just see if I can kill a couple zombies real quick. Like let me see how long I last. I and that's the up. and that's that's one thing that I didn't take public transit growing up that much, and so. I had a period where I played phone games, but it it died once I started driving. Yeah, see, I took the bus and shit a lot in high school, so I played a lot of phone. I played a lot of like really simple phone games. Like, I learned to type fast on my phone because I don't know if you remember when iPhone first came out. There was this game called Dactyl, Mm-mm. and it was just like it would just like fill your screen up with a grid of bombs, 
and the whole point of the game was just to tap them before they defuse. So it was just like a bomb would light up and you'd have you like hit three seconds quick. to just like tap yeah. it. And like it was just like how many you like could tap. Like sensory reaction type. Yeah. yeah. And so I would just play that. So I just got like really good at like tapping around my phone really uh-huh, fast. Real accurately. Uh-huh. They had a Connect 4 game. I used to bust niggas ass in Connect 4 because I just used to play sit it. on the train and just play Connect 4 against the computer on the hardest level until yep. I just beat it. And that's all I used to do. It's just like I know a lot more combinations than you do. So. Yeah, like <laughs> literally, Connect Four is just knowing like a bunch of different like moves to make. Uh huh. Like, it's I, like this one don't work. This one. This one. I'm gonna play here. One. They play there. I don't wanna play here. Make them play here. I'm gonna play there. Then they are gonna play there. Like that's all it is. Like, yeah, um, man. All them strategy games. All man. the strategy games, bro. We some gaming ass niggas. <laughs> it's okay. The nerds, you, yeah. the nerds come out strong, man. If you in St. Louis, come to Nina and get bust in your favorite game, bro. <laughs> Come get fucked up. <laughs> what do we um oh man, what's our next topic for that's, the That's mad funny because I was about to ask your ass. <laughs> we wanted to talk about buying black, I think. Yes. For yes. This one. We, that's exactly what we want to talk about. We want to talk about buying black, some of the you know, I feel I feel like buying black it's always an experience. <laughs> also, <laughs> to I'm say the say, least. Just like either good or bad. And like so one thing I want to make sure before we get into this conversation is you know we are not first of all we're not shitting on black owned businesses or nothing like that we're just going to talk about good experience we've had and bad experiences we have we're going to keep it you know both sides of the coin people because be like people, man. we're exactly we're, we're just people at the end of the day and like you know we all love black people and shit but like we got to just admit that like we be fucking up and sometimes niggas be on some real dumb ass shit that makes it like real hard to want to like yeah you know engage in shit because at, at, at a certain point like i feel like it kind of sucks to admit this but i feel like a lot of more like I'm not gonna say white owned because i feel like that's a stupid blanket but just like more like professional like mainstream line businesses and stuff just be having like better customer service mm-hmm. and shit so sometimes like you be wanting to fuck with your local black whoever the fuck and then like you you buy into their process and it's just like a bunch of hassle yeah because like they they may not they they might have a good business a good product but like i think like a lot of times when it comes to like up and coming black entrepreneurs we just like don't learn that like customer service human interaction part portion it's like oh yeah i'm talented i could do i can make this thing i'm gonna start selling it but then you don't do any put any effort into like how you gonna deal with your customers and shit like that yeah um yeah no i think so there's there's definitely always so we wanted to first of all just kind of cover like a whole bunch of pros and cons and even we've patient a lot of and always constantly i'm always looking to and actively seeking to patron black owned businesses yep whether it's from the likes of clothing and food to even searching in the weeds for what's some low-key way i could just like throw some money at some black businesses some black companies and stuff like that so i i don't know there's always like a million there's I feel like there's a lot of black-owned businesses out there, but there's not a lot of ways to find black-owned businesses. Yeah. But all of it, a lot of it really just ties into, there's a certain grind that kind of goes into making up your mind to patron black-owned businesses because you're recognizing that we live in, like, America where, one, we all, we we kind of used to having the, the best things packaged and wrapped up and going to you know, the white business that's been around for 100 years and got their supply chain tied up to Zimbabwe and China. <laughs> like, like they got all that shit and they economies of scale is rolling. And so, like, the Hallmark cards are always going to be, like, bow-tied and shit. 
and so realistically when you trying to support black owned businesses and black owned brands you naturally competing with higher margins likely less people to provide customer service and so those are things that you have to kind of walk in like subscribing to you can have standards and you can have like expectations but you also gotta know like it's not super conductive to try to like compare and contrast black owned to like the normal chain and franchise businesses that we patron on the daily because like i don't know i will push back against that a little i don't bit. think and it's just very constructive that, like, i think we should not constructive but i think there's like a baseline that like if i'm about to pay you money there's a certain experience i'm expecting and i've I done agree. that with like i've been with i've shopped with black people who are just them doing their thing and they have like a very easy process mm-hmm. you know and i've had the total opposite so i think it's just a matter of like uh like business acumen and like knowing like how to do what it is you're saying you want to do like i think that like you know like do i necessarily expect all the like logistical might of like if i'm gonna buy like a t-shirt do i expect that like my checkout process with old navy is gonna be like do i want an nfc reader like i don't give a fuck yeah like like, (laughs) of course old navy gonna have some crazy shit because they old navy yeah but also like if i'm buying a t-shirt from you you know cash or credit mr hank you know selling t-shirts like i still should be able to like go on your website easily buy a t-shirt and get my t-shirt shipped on time like that's just an expectation like i shouldn't have to like argue with you and like be going back and forth with you to get you to like ship my shirt yeah it's like a very real experience a lot of people have when shopping with like black designers and stuff is that like they'll buy from their online store and then they just might just they'll just be shysty about the shipping and shit like that like yeah. that's an experience people have had and like shit like that it's just like yeah we all black but this is bullshit like just yeah. it just because it's just you don't mean you can't like be honest and give me like a good customer experience hey we're sorry we're having a delay with your shipping da 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 like things like that are just communication yeah they're like yeah you know, sometimes niggas just miss on yeah and it's like and knowing I think it's, those things because I've definitely had like my fair of like all experiences. A lot with, of great ones too, though. So I yeah, yeah, throw it out there for like I'm like I'm shitting on niggas all the time. <laughs> I don't want to sound like that. Nah, it's it's two sides to the <clears throat> coin in a lot of spaces. I think one, since we actively try to patron black businesses more, the experiences just get highlighted more. Yeah, because like, we do be having a the gambit. white businesses that you go to. Like I avoid shady white businesses. Right. Like <laughs> I'll go, I'll go to a black business that maybe don't have all the like shining neon lights and shit. Right. Because I'm like, I like this is a black owned business. Like I don't expect you to have the neon lights. If I'm going yeah. to a white business, you better have like neon lights and rosemary and oh, shit. God. Like I don't like <laughs> right. Shit better be fancy as a motherfucker. Yeah. But um. I think like like you said the minimum expectation for running a business and patroning a business that every business regardless of resources i think should hold to is one consistent communication when you set the expectations of what the service you're providing which i think i know one thing that's been even a journey for us in developing nina is defining exactly what that process of mm-hmm. delivering what a the service, service is yeah. but those things are necessary because the love there's a level of responsibility when you make a promise to somebody that yeah all right if you trust me with this money this you know this money that you've worked hard and earned i'll deliver a satisfactory product yeah. to you and 
yeah there's accommodations with customers that be doing the most but there's also truth to the fact that like oftentimes the customer Customers is right ready. like you know it, it the reason the customer is right a lot of times is because they know what they want <laughs> you also have the right to not accept someone's money and so you need to lay out explicitly what the services are or else, and make sure those agreements and those things because when you take somebody's money and you deliver back to them a product, they don't want the product. They also should have the right to get that back. Yeah. And that sucks when you're a small business. Like, and that's the thing when you see more often than not when it's the, all right, this transaction didn't work out as intended where the horns of like dealing with a smaller business or in our case, like dealing with like People. a black owned business or a smaller black owned business, like show the horns is, there's not just like a return process like this big ass like Macy's would be. Like you and buy a two thousand dollars spent your money. <laughs> niggas you buy an expensive ass dress. Oh, oh, we going there? We doing no, it? No, it slipped. We doing it? We doing it on it's the tea. podcast? It's we, 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 it. we moving past it. <laughs> only the only those who know will know. Okay, well, it was a clue. <laughs> it was a clue. Context clues, but nah. Like I think for me, it's something that I'm passionate about too. Just because like I operate myself as a black owned business yeah. with everything. Thing I do with the studio with producing for people for mixing people for for recording songs for people it's like for me it's like I, I know the level of professionalism that like yeah it's just me in my in my home studio but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna give you the same effort as like a big pro mm-hmm. studio right like and so like I think that's kind of the same energy you gotta have the whole time you know what I mean like for me it's like I, I give people very clear guidelines of what to expect when expected mm-hmm. when to pay me so that there's no problems like i don't even take money until the shit is done because i just i know life like life happens you know i get that and like one of my biggest pet peeves is when people will ask you to pay a deposit or pay something in advance and then they should start getting funky that's like the most <laughs> it's like you already got my money professional shit ever bro like you just already like, got my money you should have just before you got my money i remember when we went to book that studio session in nola and yeah. dude was like yeah i need a 50 dollar deposit we was like cool. cool there you go hour before the session he like hey can we uh reschedule i'm like nigga no. what the fuck what i like if i'm can paying you, you send deposit, me this money back <laughs> that's right like send me my money back i'm not rescheduling the deposit <laughs> It was so that I had a deposit <laughs> on this time, my nigga. Like, what the fuck? Like, that shit just don't make no sense. But on a positive note, I'm gonna talk about a few. One, one, so part- many, yeah. One bro. particular black-owned business that um I not shop with recently, but like kind of in most recent memory. Um, and then two, as you mentioned earlier, you wanted to talk about resources um to help buy black. And I just realized, stupid me, that I am good friends with um. The creators of a brand called bold exchange okay um and bold exchange spelled bold exchange which is just x change mm-hmm. um they are a platform that focuses on creating a community of black owned businesses uh from like a, a wide variety of things from like clothing to beauty products etc yeah but it's really just a platform um that kind of showcases uh black owned businesses products. and different yeah. products and like lets people kind of find an easy place to shop black owned so if you're listening to this it's founded by my uh two good friends from high school uh doug spencer daniel devins um but uh check out bold exchange they have a bunch of different like black owned businesses that you can shop with it's a really dope platform and put a lot of dope time and energy into it so that's like one major tool that you can use to shop black if you are looking for more ways to buy black 
um and the other brand i want to shout out i'm gonna shout out a few because there are a lot of local st louis brands yeah. that we fuck with that are black owned like shout out to brilliant minds um by my by sean check out that last episode if you can see that he talks yep. all about his brand um and then i also want to shout out um this brand called the ivy files they are a clothing company um that do a lot of like black inspired uh clothing like i don't know if you've ever like if you've been on our instagram like and seen some of our pictures i have these short these like uh um these green shorts that say melanin on them um mm. and the melanin is like hand stitched letters type shit like um so they make a lot of good clothing they have like a really good website and just like checkout process so if you're looking for some new threads check out the ivy files brilliantminds.com don't pray for me a lot of dope black owned uh clothing outlets not outlets what's the word i'm looking for designers yeah they're brand, uh, yeah brands, run really designers. good businesses by themselves get your stuff shipped out on time all high quality stuff like that i've um i've been using slowly this app called uh official black wall street Ooh. Uh, official black wall street. yeah right um it's a cool app i've been using it for about a year or so now and it's still That's kind of in that, that budding phase where it needs kind of just a few more businesses to get on the map mm -hmm. but essentially it has location enabled in it and it's a directory of uh geotagged black owned businesses that's hard yeah categorize them and everything so food like accounting services there's a few of them in St. Louis. Like I saw an accountant downtown that hey, I wanted to go check out. Go get them Nina finances right. <laughs> right. Hey, my nigga. Got all them finances right. So that was a cool um, resource that I'd been using. I've been following them since they had been kind of on Kickstarter. Yeah. Through them I remember few that. Dollars, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is dope. That's so hard. They've been growing consistently. That's dope. Where did you get the, uh, sorry to cut you off, I didn't mean to. Where'd you get the uh, bachelor party watches from? I know that was a black owned. Yeah. Businesses. So we did. At, for our wedding, we um, just about all of our vendors were black. Yeah, Boom. so I got the uh, watches for black my bachelors. These really dope watches from um, Seventeenth Watches. Uh, I found Seventeenth Watches off of Official Black Wall Street. I'm Boom, pretty sure. Yeah. So Time yeah, right, it's circle. right back to home. Um, but social media is also like Instagram and stuff like that's also really good tool to find black owned businesses a lot of times you could just type hashtag black owned and shit'll come up pop up in the depths yeah. but those watches were dope it was really affordable because they'd run consistent sales almost like once a month between yeah. like 30 and 50 percent off um i got a watch for all of my groomsmen and i wear it to this day it's five i watched five bro watch man i fuck with it heavy. that was i saw darius pull out a box of watches i was like oh shit my nigga balling like i feel right? like darius just darius treated us like he just got signed to atlantic bro he just got his advance bro God, man. i got rollies for all my niggas <laughs> i wish hey that i got 17s fire. for fuck all a, my niggas fuck bro. A i got, got that 17 on my niggas, wrist bust bro. down my 17 bro <laughs> that's a gang right there bro fuck a rollie that's the white man's watch <laughs> 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 and one thing that's cool too i even um haven't switched yet but setting up the gears for it but i really want to switch to this black owned um telephone company called figure wireless man so you're gonna be on your own with that one i am hey, man i'm figure cool wireless sound like they're not sure where you getting your service I'm from cool, bro they got uh i gotta go back and see who they got they got like endorsements from like a few rappers but That's even uh, aside from the endorsements because on its own i'm not even gonna try to like the company in itself is like hella stable That's hard. like the dude uh i've done my research on him the main dude his last name is figure so that's where the name comes ah, okay. from okay 
Um, but he's just like Getting a he's this black ass. engineer that's just this fire ass dude. Yeah, I mean shit. If Cricket could do it, Cricket was just shit, some bro. some white man. And he was like, they got they like they have they, their network is on some like it's piggybacking off a bigger one. It's pre- yeah, it's piggybacking towers. off some towers or some shit. I don't, think that's shit, really but hard I don't to know do anymore. I don't know the actual details, but yeah. But my thing is like, if it's not hard to do, then why not just let a black person do it? Yeah. If the if the <clears throat> if the difficulty has been reduced. And somebody has the resources to do it, then like let's pour some more resources yeah. into a black person doing this. So I think I'm also able to like keep the iPhone and switch it over to a new one. Yeah, while, most, um, most places now don't matter what phone you have. So that'd be tough if I was able to if I'm able to keep the iPhone, switch over to a black owned service provider, I am at it. Yeah. I mean I think and I think honestly, like on a on a serious note, I know I was getting jokes off, but I feel like even just like doing those kind of like day-to-day things like utilities outside of like uh-huh, the clothing like and of shit goods, just like utilities that's month-to-month income to somebody dog yeah like, or to a company type shit like, yeah. yeah that's why like i think i'm about to switch to uh like for my music distribution i use DistroKid, but i think i'm about to start trying to use united masters like it's black owned uh, and they just they have I, a lot of really I good tools worth, dude. Like, but why like not? Yeah, it's, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's free. I don't have to pay <laughs> to distribute a song, so it's like I'm gonna probably still keep my distro kit active just because it has my old shit up on yeah. it, and I don't want to. But as you it. move forward, but like just moving forward, I might just start using United Masters to upload it. Goes all my royalties and shit go straight to my PayPal. That's how shit happen, man. It's like there's a lot of talk, but it's also just like some things you just do, and like even if I think even if it causes a small inconvenience. If I'm working with a company that one has that customer service, mm-hmm. just because your system is a little bit worse than the big system, and yeah. you're doing your shit, I'm like, I right, look, this it's not the end of the world. And even if even if I can't be this bougie. And for me, if they're identical, because I I am that bougie, right? Like <laughs> I, I ain't gonna cap. Like I, I, I like <laughs> things to be easy. Like yeah. I feel like I don't need any extra headache in my head. And so for me, I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to the mindset of like. Uh, like just because it's a black person, I'm gonna settle for it being a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't think that's good. And I think that's why. I think that's partially why a lot of like black owned shit sometimes it's just like a little jank at times because they're kind of like oh like you know we niggas I'm a developer. like my I'm niggas like- gonna look out for me like they gonna get it and it's like yes that's like the reality of it is that you'll never hit 100 percent or anything yeah. but i think also like you should be in that mindset of like nah i'm gonna give exactly like the a1 experience i just also happen to be black like yeah. you know what i mean like and so i think what's crazy is like so i was reading this article on black owned farmers and they were even just talking about even in producing produce and stuff like that just the initial investment of you have the land you're able to till the soil but with like a normal lawnmower it takes you two days to cut the grass and harvest the food whereas if you with just that big ass industrial you got that big shit. ass industrial shit like you're just able to do that shit and so i think it's a i think it's a a, a scale that people need to just kind of like look internally and see where does where does it lay yeah are there some things where it's like okay I can pay 20 cents more. I can deal with if I'm in the basement of the library, my signal goes out. <laughs> like, <laughs> just kind of like judging where, you know, where are those things where I'm able, where I'm willing to kind of like Compromise. not have the perfect, pristine, like Fortune 500 company running your shit running your shit in exchange when you can have, because I think that's also a big oak argument with like running local too, where it's, Oftentimes, when you opt to do things more locally, there is just that kind of like, oh, I got it from the farmer's market. Like, of course, my apple got a bruise on it type shit. Like, yeah. It's just like, it's life. 
I like think, we have a dream I, of yeah i think there are small things i, I think for me <laughs> i meant more just on like a service front you want a phone that work you ain't trying to be in your right. room like, like I it's can't not call like oh uh, like yeah okay i'm on the train i don't get uh, <laughs> signal with my figure wireless whatever i know verizon <laughs> got that whole on the train shit that's wrong <laughs> but whatever i'm cool with that i think for me it's more just like the quality of service mm-hmm. like I've, again obviously with like smaller <laughs> scale business and and operations like if there's a little extra cost or a little extra time because it's one or two people it's a small team doing something because they got one dude that they emailed us and he ain't getting no email back till monday (laughs) 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 we got the 24 hour service so (laughs) i'm sorry we do not pay for a receptionist so uh you're gonna get this email response when i'm on my lunch break and i got time (laughs) like So just hold on, like it's it's coming. <laughs> it's just nah. it's interesting, just like especially I don't know. I'm a diligent worker, but I also recognize like I can't be doing everything for everybody. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it's just like uh, I think as long as the the quality is there, you mm-hmm. know, like I think I think that's just like the biggest thing. Like I'll I, I will I will go out my way to fuck with black people as long as the quality is yeah. there. Yeah, just because it's like. I'm a I'm gonna treat you like I'm gonna treat a business. Treat me like a customer. But you gonna yeah exactly like yeah. but I also I'm gonna treat you like a business. But you gotta treat me like a customer. You ain't gotta treat me like I'm special because I'm patient you as a black person. But yeah. also treat me like a customer. Pay Don't pay, be treat me like I'm giving you some fucking money. If you having a bad do. day, I'm still giving you money. Still giving you money. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if your shorty just broke up with you and she crazy. I don't care. Like <laughs> I'm your customer. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't care, bro. I done paid you money. I work for. That's the thing. I think that's like my biggest thing, and I, I I take that with me as a customer and as like a business owner. Is that like I know how hard I work for my money, and like what that means to me. I know there are people who work harder than me for their money, and so like you know you never know somebody's situation. So like when someone's giving you money, especially like before they have a product in their hand, like you gotta like put a certain amount of like trust and diligence in that to me. Like there's a lot of trust with that. If you a business owner, you all like. You're and you don't have someone's money, you can tell them to leave. You can do whatever. Like if you, know you got their money, they probably go stick around. But you, I'm you sorry. Here's my, all your money back. You know, right? You know, like you ain't paying me yet. My bad. I can't get that mix for you, bro. Nah, too busy. But it's all good. You ain't paying me yet. It don't or you sound like you don't know what you're doing. Uh, you, you, you sound, you Song sound whack. like a terrible customer. Like <laughs> song whack. I ain't really trying to mix it, bro. Like you sound like <laughs> terrible customer. I don't want to do it. So keep your money. Like, yeah, but the minute you take somebody money, you they slave, bro. <laughs> You work for them the minute you take their money. And so. the responsibilities are different. Yeah. Like, there's expectations now because, like, you took somebody you money. took somebody money. <laughs> ain't no expectations if you ain't got, the, got their money. Yeah. <laughs> but, nah, I think, uh, you know, shout out all the black businesses, man. I think, you know, I think I think now in this time of, uh, I think we're in, like, a time of, like, really heightened entrepreneurship, which obviously has its pros and cons, but I think overall it's a pro because I think just long term, it'll allow i think black people as a whole to just be in a point kind of like you know how how other uh racial groups are where they just have like an ecosystem you know they have a grocery they go mm-hmm. to that is you know they look like race them. that looks like them <laughs> yeah. when they buy this and that or whatever from someone who looks like them they account in somebody who looked like them like it's yeah. hard to obviously make your entire life black owned shout out killer mike on his uh show when he tried to yeah. do that but like I think the reality of it is though is that like now we're in a time where like if there are services and stuff that you want you know you can definitely find someone black find someone who's real professional and equipped who can also do it and like 
if you can support someone within your community it's like why not and i think there's also like a level of seriousness to it too because we often see on the on the surface level we see a lot of black owned businesses in the cosmetic area but even taking the level deeper to a lot of the services that are crucial mm-hmm. if we don't have representation in the accountants or have representation in the doctors Lawyers, or have representations in all of those basic services like figure wireless then those services that are like required for us to live we don't really have a say in how they're operating. At some point, someone could just be like, nah, no niggas going to be on the cell phone no more. No, one, no, <laughs> one, no one's thinking about us when features are made. No one's yeah. thinking about us when decisions are made. No one's able to like advocate and look at things happen in the world and say, hey, like I'm an accountant for like all the black people in this neighborhood. And like this thing that's happened in the city this isn't bill good. Gonna like, this bill going to fuck us up. It's going to fuck us up. Like I done did all y'all taxes. taxes I know shit. what tax All of y'all you need. need to vote against this bill. Literally. Like, it's small things like that. that Don't like, know about no black accountants. No black accountants could, when we talking to our accountant, is able to say, hey, this bill going, like, this is bad for whatever the fuck is mm, going on in Whatever your black ass like, thing you paying for, this bill going to fuck it up. <laughs> so that's why we just need that shit, man. Like, I don't know I how far, how close away we are from that shit. But. Even, uh, even just, again, I feel like I bring it back to, like, music. It was like, I remember uh, when I first started rapping, right? Like, I had this white dude mixing my shit. Like, no offense to white people. White people make amazing music. You know what I mean? But in this particular case, this white dude was mixing my shit, and it just wasn't hitting right. Because, like, <laughs> hip-hop yeah, wasn't Tony his... Like, like he listens to rap, but it's not his background. Like, you know so, what I mean? Like, he yeah. don't know how to make that bass hit, how to make them kicks hit, how to make yeah. it sound like hip-hop. When it's like, I started working at a black studio, you know, early on, and I was like, ah, oh, this shit sound way better. You know yeah, what I mean? Just you cause, felt it. You know, the they, they understood the culture. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? The brand was wired properly. And overall, that's just important. Like, working with someone who understands you and, like, your culture and your struggles, like, ultimately going to be for the better. Even if it's in a sense of, like, oh, like, I know how niggas be. Don't worry. I'm, a, I'm We going to be professional type shit. Like, even knowing that is, like, a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Nina Shout talks. out to black businesses. Nina talks. Think, uh... I think that just about puts a bow on this episode, man. You want to Yeah, yeah, guys. Out? So thanks for listening again to another episode of Nina Talks. Make sure to check us out on um, our website at www.nina-productions.com. Um, follow our media. We got merchandise. And keep up to date on all of our latest events. Follow our newsletter. Thank you guys for listening. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.